Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange What I tell you, okay, all right, this decade is going to be the decade of the Vols. You got yes, it. Ribbit, get to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Wednesday, September 30th. It's game week. I I got really excited saying all that. I know maybe my, uh, you could tell my voice inflection. Don't forget to unmute your mic there. And um, because right before I clicked, I was like, oh my God, it's, which I know we got to preview last week, but I guess just didn't feel the same. I'm like, we get to preview a game. Yeah, and kind of we have a game to go off of that too. It, it just feels really good. It feels like things are maybe getting a little back to normal. There will only be 25,000 fans there. I know there's we're not going to be tailgating like we normally would up at you know 7 a.m. there by 8 a.m. So it's certainly not the same. But hey, we get to talk football. Like you said, we saw a game, so we have a game to go off of. Feels good, man. I like it. It's also National Podcast Day. Happy National Podcast Day to you. <laughs> you too. <laughs> uh, we hope you guys enjoy this podcast. Um, we, we appreciate you guys that you always tune in, whether it's for the live episode or on uh, Monday or Thursdays, whatever. Uh, if you listen on uh, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast, on YouTube maybe, we appreciate you guys that listen. Uh, I am excited to, to talk about this Missouri game. Tennessee welcomes uh, a, a decent Missouri team, but I think it's a, a team that you should – get a win against so that that's that's always exciting to to kind of expect a win because that's not always a thing in the sec yeah it, it's kind of another one like the south carolina like you should beat them you just gotta go do it yeah it's not gonna be an easy thing it's no. not gonna be a guaranteed it's not guaranteed no it's not guaranteed yeah Which, i think they're a little bit better than vanderbilt but that's probably it <laughs> Hey, what about Arkansas? And Arkansas. Van- Vanderbilt played A&M to fit five points. I think that maybe tells you <laughs> a little bit about Texas A&M, too. We'll see. They, you'll really know this week. They play Bama. Oh, yeah. You'll really know this week. Good luck. <laughs> uh, yeah, for sure. Uh, we've got some player updates and news. Uh, there's some guys that missed last week that should be back this week. Maybe some guys that will be out this week or at least have missed part of practice. Along with that news, Cade Mays, question mark? We hope. Fingers who crossed. A, who put a question mark on the teleprompter? <laughs> yeah, I, we'll see. You said votes happening tomorrow with the presidents? It was supposed to be earlier this week, and I guess they said they needed more time, so it's supposed to be tomorrow. You're really going to learn a lot about the situation. Yeah, that, that kind of tells things me Things will like, change in the next couple of days. Yeah, let's, sure. let's see what the, the coaches want to do. Okay, that's fair then. I feel like the coaches will... Okay, we'll talk about that though. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about Cade Mays and how he could potentially be playing against Missouri this week. We've also got the Missouri preview. Vols welcome in astrophysicist, mathematician. What did we decide he was? Eli Drinkowitz. Yeah, he's <laughs> not a football coach. A lot of things. Not a football coach. Uh, we'll talk about the Vols and their matchup against this Missouri team. Uh, Missouri's tweeting that 
Tennessee doesn't belong. I think they have a Twitter account dedicated to teams that don't belong in the SEC, and it's just whoever there. I kind of respect that since they don't belong in the SEC. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can't take the bait. They're throwing it out there. They yeah. want. It's like bad publicity is like good publicity. That's kind of what they're doing. They're just like hoping. I took the bait. Huh? I tweeted back. I took the bait. You, t- you took it? Yeah, yeah. I had to. Yeah. It was, yeah. I mean, you, you it was our old arm. That, that's their whole thing. It's and like, it was our old armchair buddies, the Mizzou. Mizzoucast. Zodcast, yeah. Yeah. I say it. Yeah. So, so I had to, <laughs> I had to tweet back at him. Yeah. I had to. Yeah, we know him. So <laughs> we, you didn't necessarily, you just went along for the ride. Exactly. You didn't, you didn't bite the bait. Exactly. Okay. We, uh, we've also got some recruiting news. I, on that topic, because I'll forget, a couple of years ago, someone, I think it was at Fox, Fox Sports Knox wrote an article, and it was what every team, SEC team is compared to like rides at Dollywood. Mm-hmm. And Missouri's was the Batman ride. And they were like, because it doesn't belong at Dollywood. <laughs> Missouri was the Batman ride. Is there a Batman ride? No, because it doesn't belong there. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. That, I mean, that makes sense. Yes, it was a good. Okay. One. I liked it a lot. I was going to say, I don't recall a Batman ride anywhere. There's none. Nope, you're right. Mm-hmm. We've also got some recruiting news. We'll talk all about that in the college football preview. This is a good week in the SEC. I, uh, maybe not. There may not be a lot of great games. There's there's several good games. It's not like you've got. You're never going to have seven good games. Right. But it is what it is. There's yeah, a, few there's a lot better matchups this week than and last week. Tennessee can kind of see where they're at. I think this week mm-hmm. when with South Carolina playing Florida, so that'll be that'll be good for Tennessee to kind of compare. Yeah. Um, assuming everyone kind of plays similar, similar, similarly. Similarly, you got it. <laughs> We've also got uh, NFL power rankings. Yours had to be shaken up a little bit. Mine kind of stayed the same. Yeah, it it is a little bit. Um, I, we'll probably have. I guess I'm it, guessing the first three are probably the same. Yeah, this uh, will be a. We were a little off last week. I think we'll be more aligned this week. Okay, so we'll see. Yeah. Uh, and then we've got some segments for you. So we'll we'll get into those. Got our jumbotron and stupidity is an epidemic. That one will be easy this week. I'll let you all figure out why. Um, before we get into the show, though, we are about to start this Missouri preview. This show, and before we do that, though, Lana's going to tell you guys about the people that make this show possible. Our great partners. Yeah, go check out our sponsors: um, Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, and Blue Water Climate Control. Um, go check out Blue Water Climate Control. They're giving up. It, it's fall. Um, the cold air is coming in. So go get your. Um, Go contact them about your furnaces. Get them repaired. Um, if you need a new one, contact them as well. They're giving away some free ones, so yep. be on the lookout for that as well. Um, we'll have some giveaways here later on. You ready to get started? Let's do it. Actually, if you do have a question, pop it in the chat. I'm on Facebook. Caleb's on Twitter and YouTube. Um, you got YouTube up? Working on pulling it up. Okay. Dude, this new this new way they have you in it, it sucks. So Yeah. We'll see if I can. I guess I need to. Yeah, I've got it. And tell yeah. tell us where you're listening from. Um, we we're big geography fans here, so <laughs> yeah. uh, to, so let Huge. us know. Um, we we love the like the bell buckles, you know, places like that that we don't like have no clue where it's at on the map. It could be made <laughs> up, um, but we we just like to hear some of that. So go do that, and uh, let's get it going. Let's do it. Um, so Jeremy Pruitt his press conference on Monday had some updates with some players. Trey Smith he also spoke with the media yesterday as well. Um, Trey Smith has a shoulder brace, but Jeremy Pruitt said he's practicing and he's fine. Um, there you go. So a little banged up after the uh, after the South Carolina game. Yeah, he's fine. You're good. I mean, he he looks bigger with it. So and he, he I mean, that dude's probably gonna be a little little sore. He, yeah. 
He hits people a little hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> they deserve it. <laughs> and then he also had some updates for uh, Darrell Middleton and Sean Schamberger. He says they hope to be back soon, uh, but not sure if they'll be available for Missouri. Um, then he said yesterday that Sean Schamberger will not be at practice today, and um, Darrell Middleton will be practicing. Um, so I guess his wasn't COVID-related. Before no. the game, it didn't sound COVID-related. After the game, it sounded COVID-related. Sounds like it's not, which is good. That means there's nobody out for contact tracing. Right, and he did uh, make sure that he said it wasn't a disciplinary issue. No. So. It's good. A little banged up, maybe. Yeah. Um, and then he said, uh, gave an update on Jalen McCullough. Said he didn't practice up until that game. That's why he didn't start. But we did see him like later on in the game. Like we in did. The second half. We had originally we originally had heard that he was. Someone had tweeted it out that he was going to miss the game. Mm-hmm. That he would just. Uh, who Darrell Middleton? Who else was it? Sean Chamber. Sean Chamber and Jalen McCullough were going to miss. Turns out, yeah, Jalen McCullough magically appeared in the third or fourth quarter. Yep. Yeah, so he said him and Warren Burrell just didn't practice. Um, so that's why they didn't didn't start, didn't play a lot until, you know, toward the end of the game. Gotcha. Um, but it, I, I feel like that whole, like, your roster is kind of like the Forrest Gump quote. <laughs> Life's like a box of chocolates. You never, like, you never really know what your roster is going to look like until that Saturday, probably. Yeah, this, this year is definitely going to be very interesting to see how teams manage it. it you talk about year to every year. You talk about when teams see um, the cupcake opponents, the lower opponents, um, that your your offense or defense is very vanilla. I feel like you're going to have a lot of quote unquote vanilla base packages, uh, base formations, because you're not going to be able to just you're going to have different guys in there week to week. It's going to be very different. Tennessee seemed to stay overall as a team pretty healthy. It seems like you've only had a couple guys here and there miss. Um, so we'll see if they're able to be a little, I mean, like there's, I mean, the Titans may not play this week. Yeah. Like it's already postponed. It, yeah. And there, and there's only, it's only a matter of time until it hits an SEC team. So it'll be interesting to see how the, the coaches manage the roster and then not only find guys to play those positions, but then how they run their offenses and defenses with the guys they have. Right. Yeah. Teams with the, the most depth are going to be the most successful. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but I, I still season. think it could make those, especially offensively, how much can you really do? It could make it interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, we've already got a few questions. The uh, the one on the vote, I need to look that up. How many are required for the rule change in the president's vote? I'll look that up real quick, and we'll get that. We also got a question about Cade Mays. I would assume um, it's majority, right? But there is three options in it. Are there? So you can, you can vote yes, you can vote no, or you can vote um, to not vote at all. Okay, so we'll get to the Cade Mays thing here in just a second. I will have that an answer for you there, uh, Robert, in just a second. We've also got the question about Cade Mays. It's from Smithville, Tennessee. You said you like the one? Love it. You know where it's at? Smithville? You said you're a geography guy. Don't know. <laughs> I like it. It could be made up. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, Smithville sounds right. But, yeah, we'll, uh, any other uh, other player updates outside of Cade Mays, and we'll, we'll, get, we'll get to Cade Mays in just a second. Um, and then, uh, Jeremy Pruitt mentioned the, the package with Henry Toto, Jeremy Banks and Kavaris Crouch. That'd be interesting. I mean, that's a monster package. Yeah. Is that like, I wonder how like it's going to be utilized. Is, is it just like a short yardage? Surely. Second and short, third and short. So, I love the heavy package, but when you have guys like that, why put in two offensive linemen there? That's true. Like, use the guys, because then, then you have two guys back there 
that could potentially run the ball. Not just, you oh, know, I'm, you, I'm thinking like defense. Oh, I thought. Oh, I thought you were talking. I missed. I missed it. Okay, I did hear that. Okay, yes, that's a fantastic package. I mean, but I, I mean, all three of those I guys played the, running back in high school, so that would be cool too. Let's run the freaking beer and have just three guys back there. <laughs> I missed you saying Henry Toto. I was typing in. I heard you say Jeremy Banks and mm, okay. Quaverius Crouch. Yeah, okay, missed. So that's why I thought you meant offensive package. Okay, sorry. Yeah. My defensive bad. package that would be and it, it it's an exciting. I mean, he did specify, so I guess it could be <laughs> offense too. Um, I mean, I think it's what the vol, what these coaches have wanted to do since they stepped on campus, and what they'll continue to do, and how they do it in recruiting. They just want to get the most talent on the field yep. as possible. Best eleven. So they're going to try. I think that's they they got to find a way for Banks and Quavarius Crouch to be on the field at the same time. Yeah, and they're going to try it. So I like it. I like yep. it. I, I'm wondering if it's like, but I, I still think it could be like a short yardage, like a. Second and short, third and short, maybe a goal line they, they put those guys in. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it just so much – it'd be so different from what we're usually seeing with, you know, five DBs on the field at on the on the field at the same time every single play. Right. Right. It's just, I mean, it's definitely the new thing with these pass-happy offenses. Right. But, hey, Pruitt I'm, likes linebackers too. Love to see it, yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure there'd be a lot of hard hits with all three of those guys in at the same time. Yeah. Oh, full tilt, full speed. Those guys do not. Full heart, can't lose. Yeah, those guys do not shy away from it. And then uh, the Chiefs, did you get Jeremy Pruitt's joke with Paxton Brooks? Did you see that? I love it. I I think it just proves our point that he listens to the show. We we threw a little joke in on Sunday about Paxton Brooks. So I I voted him for my offensive player of the week. One for one. Yeah, one for one. You Um, You can't beat that. Perfect. It's a perfect game. Perfect game. Those don't happen often. Um, but yeah, I just like his dry, like he is the dry sense of humor. And I guess like it was so unexpected that he was just going to drop that uh, with that question, I guess. Um, so yeah, I thought, I think we're finally seeing Jeremy Pruitt kind of like, you see him kind of be normal sometimes. Right. Like he's not all football all the time. He can throw in a little joke, a little jab. But yeah, no one got no one got the joke. But it's over no Zoom, right? So are they muted? So how would they? That's my question. Maybe I wonder if he can see them. Oh, okay. And they're all just like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. Yeah, I like I like the Jeremy Pruitt with a sense of humor. Yep, I appreciate that. Also, like, if what if Paxton Brooks actually did that? Does he get work anywhere? Does if he runs over two or three people and picks up a first down, does he get any looks anywhere else? I don't. I doubt you get looks anywhere, but you do get to add in a new. Uh, you get to add in a new fake punt, so that's good. That's true. Yeah, that's the good news. Just uh, the Brooks and run. Yeah, you don't. I mean, you don't even have to. You don't even have to try to fool the defense. You just have to give them the ball. Instead of Brooks and done, Brooks and run. Yeah, yeah exactly. Got to do it. Yep. Um, DeAndre Johnson. Named SEC Defensive Lineman of the Week. Yes, well-deserved, too. Yeah, and it's a guy that we weren't even really – we didn't talk about much, but we talked about, like, we don't even know who's going to start opposite of Kevon Bennett. Um, and he was mentioned – and he solidified a starting role. At least and, for week two. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, for sure. Um, and, and he looked the part. I mean, yeah. he looked he looked like he had taken the next step in his development. Yeah, and they talked about how uh, Jeremy Pruitt mentioned that he moved back on to – he felt he needed to find a way to take that next step, that he was just kind of – he had, he was always kind of on the cusp of success, excuse me. And then um, 
decided to move back onto campus to, to try to figure that out. So uh, I guess that's a way to, to not be distracted. Maybe it's kind of what that sounds like. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, it seems like through one game, it's worked out well. Yeah. I, I was, I was really surprised and encouraged by our outside linebackers. Mm-hmm. I thought Kevon Bennett played as good as a game as anybody else. He didn't have the stats DeAndre Johnson did, but you know he seemed to be always wreaking havoc in the backfield. Yeah, he did. Now, South Carolina, their line is terrible. But, I mean, you, you should be able to replicate what you did against South Carolina against Missouri. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, that's kind of all the team. Also, uh, Elijah Simmons, mixture between Fergie and Jesus. I mean, a be- that man's got pipes. <laughs> he does. Now it's not going to be over... It's not over till the fat lady sings. It's gonna be like it's not over till Elijah Simmons says so. Exactly. <laughs> That's a new dude. I love that. I mean, you, I've made like seven edits. <laughs> so it's one of my favorite videos of all time. Um, someone else found a video of him. Sounds like singing gospel. Um, yeah, it, it, you can't really hear him over the music. Yeah, it's it's not a it's not a well produced video like this. Right. The the one we found or mm-hmm. well, I think David Ubin is who I found it from. So. It's great, though, man. We love to see. We joked around that Rick Barnes was uh, putting together a band. Jeremy Pruitt might be, too, because we heard. I saw uh, Parker Ball's mom responded to our tweet and said, do I need to tweet out the videos of you? So Parker Ball got it. What talents he got? Yeah, we, we want to see it. I, I think. I mean, a lot of people wanted to hear Elijah Simmons and uh, um, East Bonds do a collab. Oh, yes. <laughs> that would be fantastic. A little uh, saxophone. and Right. Some pipes, yeah. That would. I want to see all the talents, and then Admiral could play guitar. Yeah, I mean, we could. Play, Admiral can sing too. We could play a full on. Grant could play like seven different instruments. I don't remember what it was. I mean, with the music now, like any song that Cardi B puts out goes <laughs> number one. So I mean, surely to God we can get in the top fifty. Rick Barnes is winning championships and <laughs> being number one on winning Grammys song charts. Yeah. Uh, that's awesome. All right, Cade Mays. Let's get into some Cade Mays. Right now, I'm not finding an official number needed to change the rule. To change it, it was voted in 2018 unanimously to prohibit league players from transferring inside the conference unless the player served a full academic year in residence. So the the current rule was voted on in 2018, and it was voted unanimous unanimously. Man, I don't know if you get a change. <laughs> Two years ago, it was voted, voted unanimously. Well, I, I'll tell you, you, you'll get three votes, yes. And that's Kentucky with Joey Gatewood, Ole Miss with Otis Reese, Tennessee, Cade Mays. You'll get three You least. might with Ole Miss, but Kiffin said, I don't think... Oh, sorry. No, I read that wrong. I thought he said that I don't... He said, I don't think there should be a rule. I thought it said, I don't think there should be a rule change. Yes, okay. Ole Miss would vote. Okay. So, I, like, I, I don't know how many has to vote yes to change it. But you're going to at least have three. Yeah, I'm looking for it right now. If I, if I run across it, I'll certainly. I haven't seen an official number, though, that's needed. It looks like, though, the delay was because they had not. It, it looks, the reason I think it may need to be unanimous, sounds like they didn't vote on Monday because they were still waiting to see if they had the votes for it. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't, I, I'm not very optimistic, optimistic about it. Whether it's majority or unanimously i i'm with you i'm not optimistic yeah because i don't think coaches and ad's are going to be like yeah let's let teams get another player available right um 
so I I, th- I think the conference as a whole just should have went. We're changing it, and I don't think anybody would have said anything. No, I, I I just it just doesn't make sense to me. You'd rather guys transfer outside of your conference. The the thing is though, and I agree with Sankey on this, and I think you have to give him credit. He can't change that rule. Like he can't. It has to be the SEC president because yeah. that's how it's that's how rules are voted on. If he changes, if he tries to change the rule and everyone even if everyone goes with it, it sets a terrible precedent that can't be made. Yeah, right, it's got to be voted on. I mean, I'm glad that they're they're trying to vote on it this week instead of just saying, well, we'll wait till the end of the season and then we'll try to vote on it. They're trying to get it to where players can play this week. So I appreciate that. Yeah, I, I just don't get it like this year. Like if it, if it was any other year, then yeah, like I don't know if we'd have, but with it, this year when it doesn't count anyway, what's... That being part of it makes it really dumb, I think. Yeah. I think, like you said, feel like you should just make them eligible. When you're talking about your team's rosters can be really, really different week to week why why not make an extra player eligible yeah i don't get that yeah i don't understand my thing is like the the conference like you would rather a player be in your conference and transfer to like ohio state than stay in your conference that doesn't make any sense and then for for the sec presidents you're okay that Cade mays will never take another sap in in college you're okay yeah. with that you can go to sleep at night voting you you they, know. they don't they don't care. Um, it just doesn't make any sense whatsoever. You're okay to end a kid's college career. Yeah, they're definitely okay with that. It's definitely okay with that. What do you think Georgia does? Georgia's gonna vote no, but it'll come back I mean, it'll eventually come back to bite them. Yeah, do you do you think they like that's gonna be used against them in recruiting? It's gotta be. Yeah. I well, would. Yes, it will be. But it also I mean, they're gonna get a transfer from Florida or from Alabama or from I mean, they're going to get a transfer in the next three years from another SEC school that they'll want to play immediately but can't. So it, this rule is going to affect everyone at some point. They need to decide how they really want it to affect them. If you let one guy how you make this decision, that's stupid. Like Tennessee. If Tennessee doesn't want a player to transfer from Tennessee to Georgia or to Kentucky, wherever, and play next year, mm-hmm. then they need to vote no. Yeah. Like they have to decide how they want it to impact them. If you make it based on mm-hmm. one player, that's stupid. <clears throat> that is I agree. True. So, decide how how it needs decide how you want the rule to be forward. Make it a one time. I don't know. So, you would think Georgia would vote yes just because they're tired of being burnt by transfers, right? Justin Fields, Jamie Newman did. So you said what were the three options for those? So they'll vote tomorrow. So it's yes in favor of the allowing uh, transfers within the conference. No. Or don't like don't vote. Okay, so that makes me think it's not unanimous then. So that makes me think it's uh, majority. Majority. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, someone said lots of the uh, Chandler Keaton said lots of these rules need to change. There are more than enough restrictions on the players already. These rules are not about academics, but ways to placate coaches. Yeah, I think so too. They need to make a one year one time transfer. Yep. I mean, you're basically voting like. Is it about the players or is it about you're worried about somebody getting a competitive advantage? Right. Right. And what you vote is going to be brought up in recruiting. So either you can you can use it to your advantage, hey, we voted this way, or you can or somebody else is going to use it against you, hey, they voted no for this. Right. We'll see. I 
we'll see what happens. I'm not extremely confident the rule changes. I like that three teams are definitely going to vote yes. And then this may be, like you said, this may be something that some schools sit out on. Yeah, they're just indifferent about it. Yeah, so it makes me a little more optimistic. Chandler also asked, I don't know much about Mays talent-wise. So you're looking at it, Tennessee as an offensive line that's probably already one of the best in the conference, um, which probably makes him one of the best in the country already. Add Mays to that, and they just get better. Right. Um, you kind of shore up a guard position that's maybe been who's the first guy to step up. If Mays is eligible, he's the guy, period. Yeah, or you could use him at tackle. I mean, course, he, yeah. he's played both places in, in his college career. But I don't think you'll need to use him at tackle, unless health reasons. Right, yeah. So, But he's a guy you could use all over the offensive right. line that Tennessee would love to have available. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, we've also got someone from DeKalb County. Oh, sorry, no, Chandler, it's DeKalb County, the Smithfield, Tennessee. So just uh, south of Nashville. So is it DeKalb or DeKalb? No clue. I think it's DeKalb. Okay. There's an L in it. Yeah, I think the L is silent. Just I like hate silent. <laughs> like the K in Knoxville. <laughs> yeah, stupid Knoxville. Um, all right, let's go to Missouri preview. All right, let's so be, let's uh, Tennessee so is sad about the yeah. Cade Mays thing because I'm just I don't know maybe it's a Vol fan in me. I'm not optimistic. I'm not optimistic at all. The good thing is we're undefeated. We're we one of 29 teams that are undefeated, undefeated that have played a game. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, I guess if. Build on what you can build on. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> and we've got a seven-game win streak. The most of any Power 5 team. Yeah. FAU has more right now. And Notre Dame. And Notre Dame and Air Force. Air Force has seven, exactly. Okay. FAU has seven or eight, and Notre Dame has eight. Yeah. And, yeah, we're not counting Notre Dame because they just refuse to uh, <laughs> join a conference, and the ACC just keeps letting them drag them around. So. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Mississippi State? <laughs> Let's get into Missouri preview. We'll make fun of Mississippi State later. Okay. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, go ahead. I, I think Missouri, my, my first key to the game last week was dominate the line of scrimmage. And I, I think you got to do it against Missouri, too. I don't think they're very good up front. It kind of showed against Alabama. I know it is Alabama, but our offensive line is very similar to Alabama's. Mm-hmm. Talent-wise. Um, and they just didn't get any pressure until probably the third quarter when Bryce Young was in the freshman quarterback, and their backups. Yeah, um, I mean, it. I was a little – because I hadn't watched the game yet. Um, and I was like, oh, man, that kind of scares me. Mississippi State's offense – or Mississippi State, I just saw someone about it. Missouri offense might be a little bit better than I originally thought, and then you're like, oh, they scored most of their points in the fourth quarter. I was like, oh, okay, well, right. feel better about that now. Yep. So that's good. Yeah, so I think we should dominate them up front. Um you know, on, on both sides of the ball, I mentioned our edge rushers. We got to the quarterback against South Carolina. I think Missouri lost two or three offensive linemen yeah, last year. Right, and then they've got a quarterback who is transferred from TCU, mm-hmm. and he's not very impressive. What's his name? Sean Robinson. Sean Robinson is yeah. their starting quarterback. They also played – don't have the stats pulled up right now. Oh. I mean, I their backup got several snaps. Against Alabama. Uh, I think he was like Connor know, 7 of 14. Bazelak. He was 7 of 14 for 68 yards, so he got plenty of snaps too. Yeah, and I think uh, Drinkwood said that he's okay with playing two quarterbacks. I'm okay with you playing two quarterbacks as well, Drinkwoods. Yeah, sure. Whatever, <laughs> Roll them out I mean, there. Whatever makes you feel better. Um, And then uh, I think this game, and you could probably say this for every game, 
Jared Garrett's on him. Like that's it, it's it's on his shoulders. Like the whole pretty much the whole season is. Um, he threw for over 400 yards against his team last year. Two touchdowns, zero interceptions. Was national player of the week. I don't think they're much improved in the secondary. They are starting a true freshman, uh, Rake Straw, and uh, I just think Alabama. They were very overmatched by Alabama, um, and I think if you utilize some of our speed, I think we dominate them through there. Yeah, you utilize speed. I think this week it's going to be because I think the Missouri has more talent on offense. Now, can they get the ball in the hands of the that talent? Mm-hmm. I'm not necessarily convinced by that. Uh, whereas South Carolina was able to get the ball to Shot Smith. They're pretty much only talent, uh, only speed, only threat. I don't know if. I don't know if um, if Missouri can do that. They don't seem to be able to. But they've got Tyler Beatty and Larry Roundtree, who I think can be really, really effective players. But I don't. I'm not convinced. Drinkowitz has done nothing as a coach. To really, he got he lucked into a good App State job. Yeah, he was there for one year. Sure, he had a good year, but that wasn't his team by any means. He's at Missouri, who doesn't have a good roster. What's he gonna do with that? I don't know, like, like you said, Larry Roundtree and, and Tyler Beatty are definitely the guys they want to get and the ball. And then Jalen to. Knox, too. Maybe. And, and then He had like, a good, I think he's a junior this year. He had a good freshman year. Damon Hazleton is the wide receiver transfer from Virginia Tech, who yeah. I think in 2018 was all ACC. Yeah, they did target him several times, but he only had 35 yards. So, But I don't think they gave it to Beatty enough. I mean, he's kind of their do-it-all back. Like um, Eric Gray is can be utilized in punt returns um, in the passing game can give it to um, wants to get on the outside and run. He's kind of their scat back or all purpose back. Right. Um, and Roundtree is more of their traditional, like between the tackles guy. Well, a lot of Missouri offense that I watched, it was like they were just moving their athletes around trying to get the defense to move. They weren't moving around and giving them the ball. They were just trying to what looked like spread the field get guys into space, but they weren't doing a good job of getting it to the guys that were moving. It seemed like they were just wasting guys in motion. Yeah. Just get out there to create space. And then we'll, we're not moving you to try to find you. We're not moving you to get you open. Maybe that was just, maybe Alabama did, took advantage. Maybe they did a good job defensively. I don't know. We'll I mean, we'll see this week. We'll find yeah. Out. I mean, if, if Missouri is going to try anything, learning from the South Carolina game, they're going to go to the middle. the middle. Yeah. Attack yeah. The middle. But how um, much help, does our defensive line do a better job this week? Are we able to balance more in, in pass rush and, and pass defense? Because I think that was a lot of what it was. And then um, if you kept up with kind of what Power T-Tape talked about this week, we also, they did a good job in play action. That that made our linebackers bite a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, are we able to do better in play action? That, that may be something they improve on. I don't know. We'll we'll see if that if that's effective. Um, it, the, the, the pass defense over the middle especially has got to get fixed. Yeah, I, th- I think that's where they can utilize maybe Tyler Beatty out of the backfield or maybe oh. even put him in a slot. I-, I think that's that's probably the matchup to to watch is th- they need to get the ball more to Tyler Beatty because I think they only gave it to him Six, five times. Five touches. Okay. Five touches on offense. I think he returned some some kicks as well. Um, but against our linebackers, Kavars Crouch, Jeremy Banks, they didn't do very great in coverage. Um and Slaughter got picked on a little bit as well. So that that's that's going to be the most interesting matchup for me is to just to watch and see kind of where 
that goes. Who, who's who's more improved? Do they actually get it to Tyler Beatty this week, or are we able to kind of fix what happened last week and defend better over the middle? Right. Yeah, I, I think that's definitely will be something to watch. Missing uh, if you miss Sean Schamberger, that'll definitely kind of open the door for Tyler Beatty probably to have a better game than if Sean Schamberger was there. So hopefully he's able to return to practice this week and. and so that he, adds he, a lot to this I don't, defense. I don't think he's he practiced today, so I, I don't. Probably out. He's probably Saturday. out. So you probably mm-hmm. have Danico Slaughter there again. Which he didn't play bad, but he's a freshman. He's gonna make mistakes. Yeah, that's and true. I guess what we, I guess what you kind of hope best case scenario he does what he does against South Carolina and maybe gets pressure to the quarterback. Defending a guy like Tyler Beatty as a freshman um, probably gonna be a really difficult task. Yep. Maybe you can do a better job uh, pre snap, better leverage. Um, seemed like maybe wasn't lined up correctly a few times. Uh, I don't know if that's 100% accurate, just from uh, my observation. But we'll see. It'll definitely, I don't know. We'll... The, good th- the good thing about a true freshman is, like, the more they play, the more they're going to get better. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. Um, hopefully. That's yeah, the ho- plan. Yeah, hopefully. But, like, Danico Slaughter was a, a three-star guy that they recruited late. Um, I think he was committed to Arizona State, and then he was just kind of a late addition to that class, and then he started game one. That's wild. Yeah. He's got a badass last name, so. True. That's, True. That's enough to sign, like, that's enough to get me on board for him. Yeah, it's kind of like the dread thing. It just makes you better at football. Have exactly, a great 100%. Name. Yeah. And cowboy collars. <laughs> True. <laughs> um, are you, anything else you kind of want to mention for Missouri offensively? Um, Not really offensively. Um, I guess we can get to their defense a little bit before yeah. I kind of mention some, anything else. Okay, let's flip, let's flip over their defense. Their de- this is a solid defense. I need to look up. They uh, Drinkowitz did keep the same defense coordinator uh, from uh, from 2019, and he's been at Missouri, I think, for six years now. Um, so you do have some consistency there, and then they do return quite a bit. They did have a linebacker, Aubrey Miller, opt out. I think he had two tackles last year and didn't register. I don't know if he was dressed for the Alabama game. Or he didn't do anything in the Alabama game, whether he was there or not. Gotcha. Um, and then officially opted out uh, for the season. Uh, but I mean, their defense is pretty – they did have – they didn't get a lot of pressure against Alabama. They did have two sacks. They did have nine tackles for a loss. I don't know what period those came yeah, in. When that came. Right. But they did have nine – I think nine tackles for a loss. So, do with that what you will. I mean, this is – I think Missouri's Cade Mays is eligible. Okay, I was about to say, I think I just got that update. Cade Mays is eligible. Nice. So they voted tonight. I guess then. they did vote tonight. Okay, well, that's kind of cool that this happened while we were... This didn't happen since we're a, a evening show. We don't get to do this often. We don't get a lot of breaking news on this show. Breaking, breaking news. I, I was trying to think of something creative to say for it, but <laughs> Caden Mays is eligible. That's exciting. It's huge. Huge. He's, I mean, he's been practicing the whole time. Um, expected to play. That'll be easy to plug in. Man, that's awesome. Okay. That offensive line, like I said, 15 minutes ago, just got... They were good, just got a lot better. That's that's awesome. I'm pumped. Blood's going yeah, a little punch bit. Punch me in the face. What do you think my heart rate's at right now? It's hot just sitting here because I'm yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm starting to sweat. <laughs> um, lost track. Okay, Missouri defense. Cade Major just got eligible. That was mm-hmm. exciting. I'm trying. I was trying to pull up the article, but it won't pull up right now for me. Um. But, yes, their defense isn't – I think it's a lot like South Carolina. Their strength's going to be in their defense. Um, you talked about kind of putting this on the back of JG. There were – a lot of people seem to be disappointed with the play calling on Monday. I thought the play calling was really good. Mm-hmm. I can think of four 
third down plays that you should you should complete if you just get the ball in in your wide receivers' hands. The strong suit of South Carolina is their defense. Strong suit of Missouri is going to be their defense. Can you capitalize? We can't go one for eleven on third downs again against no, Missouri. No, that, that's that's something that's got to fix. I mean, j- going back to JG, you gotta you gotta hit open receivers. I mean, you you didn't make any throws, and I think a lot of people mentioned this to us. You didn't make any throws that after the throw, everybody was like, "What are you throwing at?" His he decision did. making was a lot better. That that was much improved. Got to fix a little things. Got to hit open receivers. Got to sustain drives. Because you probably put them away early in the fourth quarter if you hit some of those open receivers. Now, yeah. there were some drops. It wasn't all his fault. Um, but four or five of those were kept, like balls that should have been completed. Yes. And then the Brandon Johnson, like that's your, that's your sole conversion on third down, and it was on ESPN. <laughs> so it was, listen. In terms of throws, it was probably a, a, the best throw you could make in that situation. You put it where a South Carolina, or yeah, South Carolina defender could not make a play on it, and, and then Brandon Johnson made the play, made a phenomenal play. Brandon Johnson's good. Did we forget about? I feel like we didn't talk about him enough this offseason. Did we forget about him? I mean, we we just heard so much about those freshman receivers that a little easy to forget about him. Yeah, easy to get lost in the mix. Hey, I'm just glad he's. I'm just glad he's here. I'm just glad he's back, if you will, because he is a fifth-year senior, right? Yeah. So I'm glad. I'm just glad he's back. Just yeah, I mean back. that's. It says a lot about the kid to sit out a year, take a red shirt, and and come back for his senior year when you don't like even played a ton since. So like, nothing was just going to be given to you, right? Um, right. So yeah, that that was huge, and he had a good game. I, I think he was the the highest graded player on offense. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So, how many catches did he end up with? I think three, four, seventy yards, okay. something like that. Gotcha. <laughs> and it's worth mentioning that the last time JG saw Missouri, he did throw for 415 yards um, to four different receivers. Four different receivers had 100 yards. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, can you replicate that? I hope so. I hope so. We'll, we'll see. It'll be... Um, Man, just go take care of business this game because if you can get off to a 2-0 and start against the teams that you were supposed to beat, that gives you such a better position for the rest of the season. It puts you in such a better position. Oh, yeah. Don't – and it would be nice to put them away a little earlier than – Wouldn't it be nice to be like Alabama and just be up so much through three quarters that you can just coast to victory? You can put your five-star freshman quarterback in. Have we in. ever done that against an SEC opponent and just coast? Freaking! All right, there we go. Back, we're back. Um, one thing I have read about Missouri is they do seem to have energy. They play hard. They seem to be energized by whatever Drinkwitz is doing. I read like four or five different articles about them, and and that was pretty common on all of those. That they they do play hard for four quarters. Well. They played hard for four quarters. Right. Because he's been a coach for four quarters. Right. Right. And then he's coached, been a head coach for one season. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, I mean that that probably comes. Their only just... goals to win the Sun Belt this year. <laughs> exactly. So. Yeah. Um. So I I think you you kind of nip that in the bud quick. You got to start fast. Um. Because a team like that is probably dangerous if you just let them hang around. Yeah. And, and our offense play calling on the first drive. Um. I don't. I'm not willing to blame it entirely on Cheney, but uh, I'd like to see a script a little bit better right out the gate. Just like a, a better script out of the gate? A better first drive, whatever it takes. Yeah, I think a lot of that is just you got to be more efficient on third down. That would certainly help. <laughs> that would cert- I mean, that that's not going to hurt your um, your first drive uh, aspirations there. So, um, yeah, that, that's, it's definitely not going to hurt. Um, we've got... Talking about the streak a little bit over here and on YouTube, and uh, um, they said it doesn't really matter. All that matters is progress. I mean, yeah, the only reason we get to hold that streak is because Mississippi State did beat uh, LSU. So, yeah, who had the longest streak? Um, so yeah, I mean, but it's fun to talk about. Why not talk about it? We know. I mean, six of the seven games came last season. <laughs> so you got to take your wins. Yeah, absolutely, and so we're gonna we're gonna take those and get our eighth one and tie with uh, Notre Dame unless I don't remember who they play this week. Dude, I'm I'm just so pumped up that Cade Mays is eligible. That, that's super exciting. Because I, I mean, we just like, Dylan Taylor just said in the chat, Cade has been freed. He has finally. We we really thought that Cade Mays was not gonna play. <laughs> Ten minutes ago, I was like, "There's no like, it's just not gonna happen. There's no yeah. way." And Cade Mays is. <laughs> We we thought he was never going to play a snap at Tennessee. It shows how much I know. Yeah. It shows how much I know that. I don't I, think anybody was really optimistic about it. That makes me feel better if that's the case. Yeah. I hadn't really talked to many people about it, but that makes me feel better if a lot of people were kind of in the same boat as me in terms of who knows. We just didn't have faith in the SEC. Correct. Correct. Or in faith that a process would go in favor of Tennessee. Yes. So. Yes. Dude, are there just a ton of ACC games um, not happening this week? Okay. I guess there's more than I thought. I couldn't find any. But Notre Dame's not playing again this week. They didn't play last week. Mm. So, is it, they, yes, they tested positive. I couldn't remember. They did have a bunch of guys test positive. Okay. So, they're shut down due to contact tracing. So, let's... So, they get to hang on to that streak, I guess. <sighs> Stupid. Losers. <laughs> um, let's get to the matchup. So, let's go quarterback versus quarterback first. Garantano, Sean Robinson. Who you got? No. I don't know. Push. Push? You, th- you think push? Sean Robinson? I mean, what, what's he proven? It's Garantano proven. I mean, he was National Player of the Week against Missouri last year. Jesus Christ. I, Sean I Robinson guess, ever been National Player of the Week? I guess you Hell give, no. I guess you give him the edge because of what he did to this. It's what he did to the Missouri team. Sure, give Garantano the edge. Because it's not like he did it to Missouri and you're going, well, look at what he did to Missouri. Let's compare it to South Carolina. He did do it to the Missouri defense. So, I'll give you that. And he, he found a way to win. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I'll, I'll go. I'll give uh, Garantano the edge. Okay. Our running backs versus their linebackers. That one. That one's. I think I'm going to go their linebackers. But I'm also going to go our offensive line versus their defensive line. Okay. So yeah, kind of like a push, pretty much. Yeah, I, I think a push um, for me. They have Nick Bolton, but I, you know, we we have some dynamic playmakers in Ty Chandler and, and Eric Gray. I don't know what their other linebackers really look like, is, but I know is Kobe Nick, Whiteside a linebacker. Or is he a defensive back? 
I don't know. The one who had three and a half tackles for loss is a safety. Yeah, he's uh, Martez a... Manuel. Is Whiteside gone? No, he's still here. Kobe Whiteside. I can't remember where he, what position he is. A defensive lineman. Okay. Mm. Yeah, I don't. I don't know exactly what they. Nick Bolton is a first round draft pick. So right. Um, he saw it. Ha- I think he had a, he hit a tackles for loss and he had a fumble recovery with uh, eight tackles. So yeah, I'm, I'll probably go. Probably push. I'm gonna go push. Um, our wide receivers versus their DBs. I think I've got just gotta go their defensive backs just because they have more that they've probably proven to this point. I actually went our wide receivers. I just think with I'd like to think the talent is better. Yeah, at Tennessee's wide. I just don't know if we'll see. I think they have a little bit more proven. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I think they returned pretty much. Um, I think Tyree Gillespie was their interception leader last year, and I th- maybe. So okay. I think they return a little bit there. Okay, but we'll see. I, I I do. I would like to think the talents there. I'm more just going probably Missouri with that they're proven more proven than Palmer, more proven than Brandon Johnson. I just know yeah. last year we had three wide receivers go over 100 yards. Correct, um, and, and I'd like to see it again. But you know, two of those guys were are gone, and, and they were your your two leaders and best players. So. Right. Um, our O line versus their D line got to be our O line. Yeah, not, I definitely not, go our O line, especially yeah. now with Cade. Definitely go our O line. Yeah. Um, and then uh, their our D line versus their O line. I think I. I mean, they're not that our D line's great, but their offensive line is not very good. And 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 they not only were they not very good last year, they also graduated two mm-hmm. or three guys. Mm-hmm. So so you are yeah. I I think I go our D line. I don't. We have the reigning SEC. Defensive lineman of the week, so that too that gives, you, <laughs> it gives you a little little extra boost, huh? Yeah, so I went with our D line as well. Um, our linebackers versus their running backs. Mm. Man, I think their running backs just because Tyler Beatty is pretty dynamic in terms of um, uh, being also a, a pass threat, but he's a pretty good run threat too. You you have Roundtree, who's a, a four year guy that's been good pretty much all four years. Um, and, and not that the Tennessee linebackers aren't good, but outside of Henry Toho Toho, who do you really know that's going to show up on Saturday night? Right. So Yeah, I, I, I went with their, their running backs as well. That's just where their playmakers are on offense. Yeah. Um, and, and we kind of struggled in coverage with Jeremy Banks and, and Crouch last week, so I, I went with their running backs. Um, RDBs versus their wide receivers. Uh, Tennessee's DBs. Yeah, I go, I go with that. Just, I'd like to see Bryce Thompson back at corner, but yeah. Tennessee's they're DBs. just proven. Um, they just return a, a ton there. And I don't think with their quarterback situation, it's really going to help their wide receivers out a bunch. No. Nope. Agreed. Um, you got anything else for Missouri? Not really. Just go ahead and win, man. I really. Tennessee needs to get off to a 2 0 start. You want to give a score prediction? Um, yeah, I'll go. I'll go thirty-four to thirteen. Okay. I'm gonna go. No, 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 no. Well, no. Tennessee's gonna play their ones probably all game. So yeah, thirty-four thirteen. I was about to say though they won't score more on Alabama than Tennessee, but Alabama rotated some younger guys in than Tennessee probably will. I'm gonna go thirty-eight twenty-four. So you like him scoring a couple points. Yeah, I think JG should be improved. He's back in Knoxville. Not throwing off his back foot. Hopefully not. It is a home game. 
I think you'll see some of the the freshman wide receivers. You didn't see them on the on the road for their first game, um, but they did kind of get their feet wet a little bit. So hopefully we'll see more of them this week. Maybe I'd like to. You got a lot of speed there. Um, what's, what's we both have Tennessee covering, so that's important. <laughs> good team, great teams cover. Great team, good teams win. Great teams cover. Um, so tell me a guy you want to see maybe more of this week. I'd like to see more of Eric Gray. Okay, I don't think you used him enough. Both okay. in both games. I mean, I think, his only yeah, reception was the flea flicker, busted flea flicker. Um, I'd like to see our running backs as a whole used more. I think we waited too long to go to him, but especially Eric Gray, I think he's very dynamic in, in terms of being a threat in both the pass and run game. Use him more in the pass game, and then we just got to find a way to get our running backs the ball, Eric Gray the ball more. Yeah, absolutely. I, I agree with that one. I'm going to go uh, – I want to see more Tyler Barrett. Yeah, I think he's probably well, literally played. He he produced. He's probably earned a earned a little bit more, a few more snaps. Yep, and definitely want to see those freshman receivers. Want to see Jalen Hyatt. Um, he only had one target against South Carolina, and it was behind him. Bad throw, yeah. Um, so yeah, I want to see kind of more of those guys as well. Absolutely. What we got next? Recruiting news. Recruiting news. What you I mean, got for me? It doesn't matter. Kid Mays is eligible. Yeah, I'm. I'm still. Pumped about that. If you that. hadn't heard, Cade Mays is eligible. Cade Mays is eligible, baby. I, I, I want to see, like, who voted or how it was voted or, or what actually happened. Right. Um, yeah. Apparently, Jeremy Pruitt said that in the press conference. He said what now? That he was eligible. Okay. Like, he, he's the one that kind of broke it. Broke the news. Nice. Um, uh, it must have, like, just happened, too, though, because uh, I saw Kentucky – person tweet about Gatewood being eligible. So that's a that's kinda interesting to me. Does does Gatewood Hey dude, Terry Wilson was just off the other day, according to So do, do you think Terry Wilson starts? I mean I not yet. Really play, so they play yeah. They play um Ole Miss. They're gonna get they're gonna beat Ole Miss. Is everybody as hype about I mean no because LSU was a defending champion. I get that, but Mike Leach is going to go two and zero. They play Arkansas. Mike Leach is going to be three and zero, right? Who, who they play next? Arkansas and Kentucky. Oh, and then they play and then they play so Alabama, they, Alabama or A and M, A and M, and then Alabama. They might be four and zero. They might. Dude. Oh, that's incredible, Mike Leach, four and zero, man. I'm I'm hoping like it doesn't work out because I've talked a lot of crap about how I don't think Mike. It's Leach not gonna be work out. Coach. It's not gonna work out. He's going to beat some teams. He's going to beat some teams, but he's not going to win. The he's man hasn't played, played for a conference championship as a coach. And I think he's won 11 games twice. And I'll, I'll, and, and he was second in the, in the division each time. Sure, let me hear your argument that he was in Lubbock and that he was in, um, where's Washington Pullman. State? Pullman. Pullman. Cool. <laughs> he's at freaking Mississippi State. He's not like he's at Alabama. It's not like... He's a, in Florida. It's not like he's recruiting to Miami. But he, but he beat LSU. He's in Starkville, Mississippi. He beat LSU. If you think the LSU transformation from 19 to 20 was good, wait till you find out how bad the transformation is from 19 to 20. That team is not anywhere close to the same team. No. No, not, not even. They might be farther from the 19 team than 18 was. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> I mean... They might figure it out over time, but like everybody's new. Like, there's not a there's not there's like a handful that actually like participated 
in that national championship game? A handful. Yeah. The, like one of the, the the only wide receiver they truly returned from that team opted out. Terrence Marshall. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like he, he's one of them. Derek Stingley's one of them. And uh, that's probably it. That's the only ones I know of. The rest of them opted out. Yeah, like you said. Oh. It's wild. Okay, yeah. This LSU team will definitely be worse than the 18 team. They went 10-3. and three. Oh, yeah, 100%. This team will be close to the 17 LSU team. Yeah, they might go 5-5. Five five. That, yeah, this is a bad LSU team, um, comparatively speaking. Yeah, I, sorry, went off on a tangent there. You got anything for recruiting, though? And then we can get into some of the college. I do. So, uh, five-star offensive tackle, Marius Mims, will visit Tennessee this weekend. Um, visited Georgia last weekend. He's set to make his decision on October 14th. I think that's his birthday. Um, it, it looks like it's between us and Georgia. Right. He's, he's been on campus a number of times to, to both of those places. And the way Georgia's offensive line looked on Saturday, ooh, gross. And he gets to, he gets to CK. <laughs> Hopefully. I don't know. Maybe he does. I don't know. Uh, I like a – I'm trying not to look too much into Twitter, but, man, I don't know. Maybe he's been tweeting at a bunch of other teams too, but he's been tweeting at a lot of Tennessee football players. Yeah. Um, and then a four-star running back, Jordan James. He's a 2022 uh, prospect. Names his top four. He named Alabama, Georgia, Florida State, and Tennessee. He's uh, out of Oakland High School in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Was at Brentwood Academy. I think he transferred to Oakland this season. Um, well, a big-time back that they would love to have. Um, Tennessee made top four. You gotta make you gotta make top four before you can make number one. Yep. Getting a lot of Cadis Freed finally. Cadis, yes, everyone's everyone's all everyone's pumped Pump. about it. Everyone's pumped. Did you tweet it out that Cade's eligible? Did I tweet it out? Yeah, I didn't. Here we go. I didn't I know what you're doing right now. Um, we also got Sven. I believe is how you pronounce it from Germany. He said Tennessee should win by two TDs against Missouri. I would agree. Two scores. They're ten and a half point favorite. I think. Um, I would agree with that. I think they. Should, I think they should win by two scores, two TDs. It's fine. It's a good, good spot. Yeah, Missouri's not a good team. You're right. Mm. I just. I mean, till Tennessee consi- consistently beats bad teams, I'm not gonna buy into a victory completely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, no game in the SEC is for sure. We do have a question. David Ogle said, "How many games does JG deserve before getting pulled?" I mean. It's going to take a lot worse than Saturday. For yeah. Him to get pulled. Yeah. Um, and it's, I mean, I, I'm not calling for his job because everyone's going to go, you can't criticize him because he, uh, he won a game. I can still criticize him, but I'm not going to call for his job when he wins. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah. You're going to have to lose the Arkansas maybe before you. <laughs> let's see not, somebody let's else. not start speaking this stuff into existence. Okay? <laughs> let's not do that. We're not um, that. Talk about college football. You want to get into some college football? Let's do it. I still want to talk about Cade Mays. We can. Yeah. Let's just every every chance we get, let's talk about Cade Mays. Cade it up. Um, we'll start with some SEC games this week. We talked about the South Carolina uh, traveling to Florida. Tennessee kind of gets to see where they might, you know, where they're be where they're at. It's a you know, you get to see a team that you played last week play. Florida look good. Especially their offense. Their offense looked really good. So I think it's going to be interesting to kind of see what they do to South Carolina. I don't think they might kill South Carolina. 
because um, I think Florida might be pretty good this year. I don't know, just a punch. But it, it'll be interesting to kind of compare Tennessee. I'll tell you what, they're going to target the tight end a lot more than we did. Correct. And Kyle Pitts is good. Yeah, he is. He is. Real good. Um, and then we'll say in the SEC, number 13 A&M goes to number two Bama. Whew, A&M looked bad in week one. Bad. We'll see. But they looked bad. I hope playing Vanderbilt close is, is well behind us. Fingers crossed. <laughs> we'll see. I feel like, to be fair, in Vanderbilt's favor, aren't they always going to get up for that Tennessee game because they view it as a game they can win and it's a rivalry game? Well, apparently they to got be up fair. for the Texas A&M game, too. <laughs> Um, who else we got? We then got, we've got uh, Ole Miss at Kentucky. Man, I've got I'm, I'm taking Ole Miss in that one. They put up some offense against Florida. Is Florida de- is Florida's defense bad, or do you think it's just like not just not knowing against Ole Miss? I think Florida's defense is not as good as previous the previous two years, mm-hmm. but I think Ole Miss is also mm-hmm. going to have a good offense under Lane Kiffin. Yeah, that's so. true. Six hundred yards. Woo. Yeah, for sure. It's a lot. Then I've got number seven, Auburn, at number four, Georgia. That'll be a good game. That'll be a be a really good matchup in the SEC. I believe that's the 3-30 game. Yeah, I'm interested to see. Is, On CBS. Is JT Daniels a starter? No, Alabama and A&M are the CBS game. Yeah, this is a 7-30 game. game. Okay, that's good. Um, JT Daniels, you've got to start JT Daniels after last week, right? You would think. I don't know. Georgia's, that's all that matters. Georgia does some stuff. Uh, just questions. So. Are they going to be wearing those dog collars? Oh, Dude, their white uniforms look good. They do look good. Why do they not just keep it simple with the the black ones too? How many times, like, when are people going to listen? to Just keep it simple. That's that's what we preach. Right. People just don't listen. Nope. Nope. Uh, then we've got Arkansas at number 16, Mississippi State. It's going to be a slaughter. Arkansas is so bad. They're not going to score 10 points, and they're going to get 60 they're hung bad. on. Oh, my God. To be fair, Mike Leach did lose to an 0-3 UCLA team. In last year? Yes. <laughs> so, I'm not willing to write it down as a win yet. I'm not willing to. Uh, then number 20 LSU should return uh, back to... A little bit of normalcy. They go to Vanderbilt, so that shouldn't be a problem at all. Maybe they'll get up for that game. Who knows? Right. Um, I just kind of want to keep reiterating that Cade Mays is eligible. Cade Mays is eligible. I, I feel like Tennessee the last couple of years has really been fighting. The previous year, you had Aubrey Solomon. Then you had Urosh. Urosh. And now Cade Mays doesn't get eligible to week two. I feel like this has just been a constant fight between the Vols and – the NCAA or S- or SEC. I, I mean, it did cha- your opponent did change this time. Hopefully in January when this one-time transfer thing well, comes the con- about. I assume that means the conference, re- either maybe they just made an exception for this year, but they do need to look at the rule at, at conference transfers as well. Yeah. So, so I mean, if the NCAA does a one-time transfer, it doesn't matter what the SEC rule is, right? Or will they still have that rule in, pro- in I place? Think, I think you could. I don't know. It's a good question. Because it, it really didn't make much sense that the, that the NCAA cleared Cade, but the SEC hadn't. So, right. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, let's just, go back. Just trying to understand, like, those two processes just makes me want to freaking throw up. Right. 
No one understands them. No one knows what it means. It's provocative. Let's go back to some college football. TCU at number nine, Texas. Texas got in a little bit of a boat race with Texas Tech last week. <laughs> a little bit of a boat race. <laughs> Didn't Tech recover a great? Well, they, they were the ones that recovered that awesome onside kick, weren't they? Yeah. Okay. I was trying to tell someone about it, but I couldn't remember what team. Uh, NC State travels to number 24, Pittsburgh. Dude, I'm loving Pitt, and I'm loving Pitt's uniforms. I'm Count me in as a Pitt fan. Yeah, whoever does their uniforms freaking does a great job. Their program is trash. But... <laughs> They're in the ACC. Give them They're 3-0. and o. I mean, yeah. good for them. Give them a break. Give them a break. It um, is Pittsburgh. I mean, yeah. Didn't what, what? What's that movie? Is it? Is it Forty Two with Jackie Robinson? When he's like freaking Pittsburgh. I don't know. Is it? I don't know. Uh, like that was just an ongoing. That's not a memory or a movie I've memorized. Just like <laughs> anybody who like got traded to somewhere didn't want to go to Pittsburgh, and it was always to Pittsburgh. <laughs> I think baseball transfers should happen in every sport where they're like, hey, we're just trading you to the team that we're playing, so you need to get your stuff and go to the other dugout. <laughs> <laughs> uh, See them with their bat bag? I don't even know. <laughs> like, I guess they don't even have to have. Do they have bat bags, you think? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. No, they have equipment managers. Yeah. No. Uh, we've also got NC or, – uh, sorry, I did that one. We've also got Big 12 Powers, Arkansas State, and Coastal Carolina playing at noon. <laughs> They, uh, they're probably vying for the Big 12 championship. Arkansas State beat Kansas State in week one, and Coastal Carolina beat Kansas. So. Are they part of the Sun Belt? They are Sun Belt teams, yes. Oh, so they got to fight Missouri, too. Yes, they'll, they <laughs> will have to fight Missouri for that title. Uh, and then Baylor travels to West Virginia this week. That's a noon game as well. Uh, North Carolina, number 12 North Carolina, goes to Boston College. Dude, I'm just not bought into North Carolina hype. Speaking of hype, I'm not buying into the Cincinnati hype either. South Florida at number 15, Cincinnati. Thankfully, the Big Ten, this is the only time I'm happy for Big Ten football. When they rejoined, they at least bumped Cincinnati back out of the top. I think they were number eight at one point. Bumped them out, bumped them out of the number top ten. So, that's good. I just, like, when they put all the Big Ten and Pac-12 in there, we went down after winning. Like that isn't that the most Tennessee thing ever? We win and we go down five spots. Correct. Correct. Ugh, whatever. Uh, then we've got number seventeen Oklahoma State going to Kansas this week. Let's see what Les Miles can do to the ranked, ranked Oklahoma State. Did they do better last week than they did against Tulsa? Doubt it. Twenty-seven to thirteen against West Virginia it wasn't much better. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't know. West Virginia is not good this year. West Virginia is not good. Uh, number 25, Memphis goes to SMU. Texas Tech goes to Kansas State. Kansas State riding a little bit of a high after an Oklahoma. We'll see what this what kind of boat race this one ends up in. Dude, they're a freaking roller coaster. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kansas State. Props to them. Props to Ross Kivett, too. Cheering them on. Right. Love it. That's a, quite the bounce back from week one. He probably gave them the, the halftime speech. That if we win, we're going to Tequila Tuesday? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Virginia Tech goes to Duke in the ACC. Jacksonville State going to Florida State. Don't care about that game. Uh, Navy and Air Force. This is not uh, air armed armed uh, armed forces game you talk about, but like a bowl game, like the bowl game, I guess. Well, no, 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 like the Army Navy game. Oh, no one cares about the Navy. But in there Force armed game. forces. There bowl? is an armed forces bowl, okay. correct? But it, it doesn't necessarily the armed forces don't play in it. I'm saying. Oh. I think it's just sponsored by, like, armedforces.com or whatever. 
I don't know. You know the random. <laughs> you know the random bowl sponsors. Vandy's <laughs> you know? bowl eligible this year. Every, yeah, congratulations <laughs> to Vanderbilt. You guys are bowl eligible. Uh, mm-hmm. Let's see here. Let's go Tol- Tulsa and UCF. I got to mention it because UCF looks real this year. They do look good. I thought maybe if the Big Ten isn't uh, playoff eligible, they finally give UCF the bid. I saw a tweet last night, and it was the presidential debate. I don't want to get into that because that was a crap <laughs> show. Um, but they said uh, UCF is going to crown themselves the uh, the president of the United States. <laughs> that would be good. I like that. I do have my UCF national championship shirt. So. Yeah. Um, Oklahoma plays Iowa State. Does Oklahoma bounce back, or is that a good game? They're only a seven-point favorite. Iowa State's not bad. I know they they lost to Louisiana Lafayette. I think they have Brock Purdy as their quarterback. Kansas State lost to Arkansas State Week One, though. So That's true. Don't don't count on that one. And then Virginia takes on number one Clemson at eight p.m. That could be a pretty good game. I think. We'll good see. luck, Virginia. I mean, I, I'm, I definitely take Clemson to win it, but I think that could be a pretty good game. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Clemson is a. Mm, can't pull it up here. Oh, here it goes. They are a 28-point favorite. Holy shit. 28 points to an ace up another Power 5 opponent. Who are you taking to cover? Clemson. <laughs> 28 I'll, points? I'm never, I'm never going to. That's a lot of points. I'm never going to pick against Clemson. I just won't do it. You're not betting, though. So. I'm not betting. But yeah. I think it makes it more meaningful when you have money on it. That's probably true. So, like when it's actual money, you're not just saying, oh, they win or lose. Uh, you ready to get in some NFL? Yeah. Let's do it. NFL power ranking. You want to start power ranking? Yeah, let's start power rankings. We can talk about teams as we go. Number one, who you got? I got the Chiefs, baby. Got to go with the Chiefs. Did you have Baltimore last week? Or did you have Kansas City at one? I can't I th- remember. I think did you have Kansas- I th- Baltimore at two? I think I have Baltimore at one because right. Kansas City had a close game with the Chargers, Chargers. and I dropped yeah. them. Fair. I'm an idiot. <laughs> okay, I've got Kansas City at one, too. I've got, uh, I've got Seattle at two. Okay, I have the Packers at two. Fair. I've got the Packers at three. I have Seattle at three. New Orleans at four. I know they lost, but by seven to the Packers, so I still believe in them. That's true. Uh, I actually went with the Steelers. They're three and zero. Oh. That's fair. Steelers. I've got Steelers. I've got Steelers. Bucks. And maybe for jokes, maybe for because they're three and zero. Oh, the Bears. <laughs> The bear, you got the bears over the Titans on the outside. No, the Titans are there too. Okay. Um, I, I do have Baltimore at number five, though. I have the Bills at number five. Okay, so Bills are on that list too. That are just like just outside of the, the the power five, dude. The Bears are the worst three and O team I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, and and the Falcons are definitely the best three and O team or zero and three team. Yeah. Without Dan Glenn, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I do like the Bears that the Bears got Big Dick Nick. They might, they might now, they might be one of the best three and O teams now. He just wins. He just wins. He, that's it. It's that simple. I, I want to put the Titans up there. I don't know a lot of people are like Titans fans and, and hate me for not putting them in there, but you've I beaten, took them out. You, you've beaten teams that are like the combined opponents that you face are one and eight. Right. I took. I mean the the top five. I feel like those top five teams are truly the best teams right now in the NFL, and I, I think Titans could be that. I'm not entirely convinced of it yet. Um, they're definitely going to be a contender in the AFC. But I only have one AFC team, two AFC teams in my top five. So three of the teams are NFC teams. 
But I think Kansas – I think most people should be able to agree that Kansas City and Baltimore are better than the Titans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you can't – if you can't see that, I mean, we're just not going to agree. So. I, I think it's – right now it's probably Chiefs and Packers and it's probably everybody else. Yep. Maybe Seattle's up there too. But their defense is kind of suspect. Right. It's fun. We're you're a are you three and zero in fantasy? I'm two and one. I lost two this and week. one. I'm also two and uh, one because Vegas doesn't get the ball to Darren Waller for some reason. Well, you know who they played, right? But th- that should be more reason to get the ball in your playmaker's hands by any means necessary. They took it away from him. They they weren't gonna let him be. They him. target him three times. <laughs> Throw the interception his direction before you just target him three times. It's freaking stupid. I got to come on, Caleb. I don't know what I said. I'm sure I said something stupid, so I'm sorry. Um, someone said 45-14 Tennessee over Missouri. 45-14. That's a lot of points that's, for Tennessee. I like it. That's one of those games is Alabama. You you beat up a team for three quarters, and then you coast. I just I want to coast, baby. Yeah, Darkness God said that. That's, whew, that name threw me off when I said it aloud. Yeah. Um, I, would li- I, would, I would be very, very, very – if Tennessee wins, if Tennessee scores, if Tennessee wins 45 to 14, 45, 20, I will not complain about JG for an entire week. If Tennessee scores 45 points or more. Yeah. And if we got to coast, like, we wouldn't be like Clemson where at halftime we just leave. Right. We'd be partying our asses <laughs> off for that last fourth quarter. We're storming the field. Exactly. Got to. <laughs> just like game. Clemson. Yes. Every game. That's got to get old, right? <laughs> Gotta get old. Storming is a great tradition. I hate that the SEC doesn't allow it. Hey, they didn't allow uh, transfers in the conference either. So I'm just Fair. saying. I do like twenty five thousand on the field when we play. <laughs> yeah, I do like when Ole Miss beat Alabama a couple years ago. The president was like, "I'll gladly pay that two hundred fifty thousand dollars fine. Do it." He's like, "I don't care." That's kind of attitude I like. Yeah, it's kind of attitude I like. Um, it has to be like a, a once in like a decade win though. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or like, or they have to be like a top five team. Something like that. That you are severely underdog. Right. So like Alabama, storm. Like Tennessee and Alabama, like in the last 10 years at any point, pick a game. If Tennessee had beat them, storm. Like Tennessee beating Florida in 2016 was awesome. That's not a storm worthy game. Yeah, that wasn't stormworthy. Like a lot of people were like, we should. Storm. What about 2016 Florida? Was that a storm? That, that's what I meant. That game, oh, no, was, not a storm. The game. Well, half the people left at halftime because we were getting killed. So and it was so hot. <laughs> yeah, it was. There were people dying in the stands. I wore like a like a dry fit shirt that like you're like I wouldn't wear out in public, but it was so hot. I just like needed something to. I almost died because I started bleeding. I'd go to the first. I'd go to the first aid room, and get medical attention. You did? Yeah. For I what? cut my finger open. Oh, so it had nothing to do with the heat. No. no. <laughs> well, they were on, on what the trough? Yeah. <laughs> was I, it? Some like metal piece sticking out. It probably was a trough. It wasn't. It was in the bathroom, but it wasn't a trough. Yeah, I did. I mean, it sliced my finger open good. Everyone like did you. There, no, I should have. There you were people have. that were like dying of heat strokes next to me, and I was like, I just need to get this blood cleaned up. I thought I was going to get stitches, and they like cleaned it up. They were like, I think you'll be fine. Like, just bandage it up or whatever. And then I chafed really bad that night, and you all had to bring me Gold Bond. You all like, are we going out? And I was like, bring me Gold Bond, and I'll go out. 
We went out. And we went it out. It was awesome. And we went to Cool Beans and had a great time. It was. And then I, I almost that. got evicted from my apartment that night. <laughs> oh, God. I don't remember that. Because someone in my complex, someone in my building burned a couch. I do remember that. <laughs> yeah. Not so, good. Don't do that. It happened to be a it, former it's, roommate. It's, it's like the Mike Leach thing. It's cool to see a burning couch from afar, but when it's in your front yard... Next burning to your <laughs> car cars yeah, yeah that's gets a little nerve-wracking i was not a fan i i i uh in theory am a big fan of burning couches in practice i'm not a big fan of burning couches <laughs> it was a couch it, to, to be fair it was a couch worthy game like yeah that game you burn couches for but you didn't maybe not next to the vehicles yeah or not in next your to the front yard or my front yard yeah. <laughs> don't do it with block the don't block the driveway with it all right good <laughs> You can't pick your friends. You can't. You can't pick your roommates either, apparently. You get <laughs> stuck with them. <sighs> what a beautiful memory. You ready to get into some segments? Yeah. Jumbotron. So, Doing, are we, I feel like we need to do a happy topic. This is kind of a depressing topic. But now that Cade Mays is eligible, you're showing our favorite players to get eligible midseason. <laughs> Cade Mays and Rudolph Plovsic, that's the only thing I can think of. <laughs> Um, uh, we can do that one. We can do it. Because or, or best lineman numbers, or I don't know, sixty nine, <laughs> sixty eight. Cade Mays, nice plus one, plus one. Um, let's just let's let's do it. Let's try to make it happy. Like things will. I, I don't know how you do it happy. Things will. Like, things we're gonna do next year when we can return. Exactly. Yes. To, things to, that we can look forward to doing. Next doing year. when we're allowed in Neyland. Yeah. If they allow me in. I, I, I'm i not going to sue for the finger thing, I promise. Yeah. It's past, past the statute of limitations. Unless you don't let him in. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, the first thing I miss, I miss our tailgate spot. Miss the tailgate spot. I, dro- I drove by Saturday. Um, I went to Gus's this past Saturday. I drove by and I was like, man, I want to be inside with you. <laughs> I said that to Neilan. I, was like, I, want to be so I did. Uh, I saw that Snapchat. That. It was a good one. I wanted to be inside so bad, but I miss it. Miss a tailgate spot. It was a lot of fun. We'll do it next year. We'll Ooh. return. Ooh. Or if we're nine and zero, we'll do it against Florida. Yeah. If we're eight and one, nine and zero, we'll do it against Florida. They'll have to. Here's the thing, though. We need commitment from everybody to do it. Like we have to have like 500 people there. Where if the cops show up, it's like you better be prepared to arrest us all. Yeah, because like COVID can wait. Yeah, and they'll arrest ten people. They won't arrest nine hundred. Right. That's kind of what okay. I'm... They they may they'll cite, they might cite nine hundred. They're not gonna arrest us. Right. No. <laughs> they got that kind of time. No. Also, like those cops are gonna want a beer after that. So it's true. So they and you know they're gonna have to come for come to for a beer. Us. We've got a we've got a little monopoly on police officers at this point. Right. Um. The thing I miss most is is the this is tailgating. It's the let's let's, let's call it the. It's, I'm gonna miss the walks of the game. I'm gonna miss the walks of the game. That was a fun. That was a fun moment. Fun moments. Just like you're getting psyched up. Like oh, we're gonna win. Well, we just like I think we mentioned it on the show before. We we just had a good crew that walked together to the games last year. We would on the way there would be shotgun beers and <laughs> road beers, road, a couple <laughs> road beers, and uh, hooting and a hollering and and whatnot. It was a fun time, man. And then uh, we we got to I want to do it again. It's it's tough when you're a little inebriated to get through all the construction stuff. Yeah, the <laughs> where they got you funneled into the right right under the south end zone. Yeah, kind of. 
suck in to get through the gate. Yeah, those are tough. But hey, this is the best spot. Brace to, yourself on both the best sides. spot to drop your beer though. So. It's true. Yeah, your empty beer, not littering. There were trash cans. Yes, that's what I mean. We don't litter. We don't. Don't lit. No litter here. Knowingly, we don't. <laughs> um, my next one is. I missed. I'm gonna miss the tea. The, the, you don't get it all this year. I know. But are they marching at halftime? I don't know. If they're marching at halftime and don't do the pregame, I'm gonna be pissed, and I'm not even be at the game. Yeah, that'll be upsetting. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm miss the tea, and like that first kickoff is just like there's so much. I don't know. Just what's it gonna be like this year though? That, I don't know what the what anything is gonna be like. I feel like the game is after pregame is probably gonna be pre, as normal as it can be. I feel like it's going to feel like an orange and white game. <laughs> but Yeah, but the game day atmosphere is going to be so weird. Yeah, what? Yeah. What is it going to be like walking around campus three hours before kickoff? Yeah, are you going to be able to drive, like, buy everything? Let's try it. Let's try it this Saturday. Let's, let's go down there at 10. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> might as well. Um, my next thing is Section L. Ripped Section L. We'll miss you all. They put a bunch of rich, snobby donors, people who can donate, <laughs> in our seats. That freaking sucks. Oh, lame. We're the vestal of we're the vestal of Neyland Stadium. We don't we don't want you guys in our section. And, I can't uh, imagine who's gonna be there this year. People who want chairbacks. That's when we don't that, need chairbacks. That's like the old part too. The, oh, the corridors are dark and nasty. Yeah, <laughs> they smell funny. It's the best part of Neyland Stadium. I'm telling you. Yeah, it's the best part of Neyland. Definitely a lot of mold. Oh yeah. And things that stick out of the wall. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Be on the lookout. Yes. <laughs> Got to keep your head on a swivel in Section L. <laughs> section, like, I think it's like O through... I, I think it was all the way to A. I think it's where A starts. So, okay. Yeah. Be careful. The the creepy corridors. Mm. I'm going to be really mad when they finally renovate that. I love it. I love how dark it is. Even, like, in the middle of the day, it's dark in there. Yeah, it's weird. It's awesome. Um, my last one... Friends in low places. We forgot. We did do it, but we didn't do it at the right time this week. <coughs> I'm sorry. David Newcomb said, count me in. I'd get arrested for a good tailgate. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> Invited. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we definitely, yeah, you gotta. everybody's got to be there. We got to team up together and do yeah. it together. Don't, uh, don't tempt David Newcomb with a, <laughs> with good, a time. good time. <laughs> don't you dare. All right, David, if we're 9-0 going into Florida, we're kind of like setting ourselves up to not have to do it. But... <laughs> But if it does, but if it does, we're doing it. Yeah, friends in low places will be missed. Uh, we for I I, mean, I told you, I told you to remind me to play it at the end of the third quarter, and you didn't. So we'll just, just have to do it this week. It would be different if we could just coast. I would I would be you more feel, on top you're of stressing it, a little bit. Yeah, you're, I'm stressed out. Stressing man. I can't and itching think. a little bit. Friends in low places is a great tradition. I hope they continue it. Like I hope that's something they do. It just feels like it fits Neyland Stadium very very well, especially now that you can serve alcohol in it. Yeah. It just feels like it fits the vibe, the vibe, if you will, like the young people are saying. Mm. The vibe of Neon Stadium. Positive yeah, vibes only. Positive only. Oh, my last one. What am I going to miss most about this football season that we got in 2019? We'll get in 2020. Are we going to get it back in 2021? 100%. You think so? Yeah. We'll be there. I, I trust you. Trust you. Uh, I haven't done this in a while, but man, it is the, when you talk to Vol fans, it's the coolest thing pretty much of all time. Vol walk. Vol walk and I like how bowl games, especially when you have more fans there, it, it's spontaneous. Yeah. It's pretty cool. 
It shows how, I mean, it shows how just uh, passionate Vol fans are. Undefeated. Undefeated. Just like our Vols. You had a good tweet. Popped off a little bit. The uh, one in. <laughs> I can't. I'm no Elijah Simmons. Yeah. I got a, I got a little bit of a voice, but I'm no Elijah Simmons. Let's get a, maybe we can get a uh, Elijah Simmons song for Cade Mace. Yeah. Free at last, free at last. I'm trying to think of like what's a free song, <laughs> just like anything Toby Keith maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Is that courtesy of the Red Bottom Blues? Toby Keith sing that. I don't know who sings yeah, that. he does. He does. Perfect. Yeah, I know. Sing I'm, that. I know one. because I'm smart. All right, stupidity's an epidemic. I got one. It was oh. last night. Hassan Whiteside. Oh God. Did you see so it? So was it real? Yeah. Okay, and then he tweeted that it was fake. He tweeted he that he made a mistake. That it wasn't even 936 where he was at. But he doesn't understand that because of time zones, he's an idiot. Yeah, somebody somebody from the Eastern time zone screenshotted right. it. Right. While it was 636. He's an idiot. Yes. Yeah, so he says, I can't do this for four more years. And he uses some language. <laughs> F America, bro. I'm moving to Hawaii. Listen, sentiment, I feel it. <laughs> Hassan, I got some bad news for you, brother. <laughs> Man, that's amazing. I wish like no one said anything until he moved to Hawaii and then you're like, dude. Yeah. <laughs> also, like you're a professional basketball player, like where are you gonna go? Yeah, you're not you're not playing basketball anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you live in Portland. <laughs> uh it's amazing. But yeah, I'd probably rather be in Hawaii too, brother. Hawaii um, sounds nice. Yeah, but I'm I'm not trying to move away from the United States it just nothing, to be yeah. in the United States. It has nothing to do with leaving the United States. Um, so on the topic of last night, I've got one, and it's the uh, um, it's Chris Wallace, the Fox News anchor that mediated the debate. And the only reason is is because yesterday before the debate, New York Times released an article on him that said, "I'm trying to get them to engage to focus on the key issues to give people at home a sense of why they want to vote for one versus the other." If I've done my job right, at the end of the night, people will say, that was a great debate. Who is the moderator? They ask who the moderator was, but not for the reason you wanted yeah. them to. Sorry, brother. I'm like, man, what a just hot take quote that you had no idea could come back to bite you the why way you it not, did. I mean, everybody screenshotted that. But, like, why did you not delete it? Oh. Why did you even tweet it? What about, uh, what about Mike Leach's video that Mississippi State released of him? Hopping on the bandwagon. Just being weird. Oh, I might have all on that. Let's see if I can get this going. Hop on. Looking for a bandwagon? Hop on. So I think this is my edit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving it. I'm saving it for the first loss. Oh, that's great. I, I added in. Let's see if Dude, I can. Dude, you're killing with the edits. Let's see if I, I mean, can. I, some of them we can't post, <laughs> but they're great. I, I, like I love that it's it can be just like an inside joke. Yeah, that's fine with me. I don't. I, don't care. I hope to be a part of one someday. <laughs> I I did add in some. Uh, I did add in one. Let's see if I can pull it up real quick. Do you have any more stupidities? That's all I got. That's all you got. Um, actually, not a very that, stupid week, huh? There, there is a quote. I don't know if this is a stupidity, <laughs> um, but it's a New York Post article and. The name of, this is the title of the article, Robert Kraft likely to get off in Florida massage parlor case. It had to be a joke, right? That person, <laughs> there's no way they intentionally did that. Or unintentionally did that. No, no way. 
There's no way. I love it though. Alright. Here's my latest update. I just added in Michael Scott. <laughs> what is, Can't wait to use that. What is Can't wait. Bingo. What is like what's happening in that scene? They're throwing the watermelon off the roof. <laughs> off of the trampoline. <laughs> He's like, find out whose car that is. Find out whose car that is. If it's Stanley's, <laughs> tell him it's a hate crime. <laughs> make it look like a hate crime. Oh, it's amazing. Amazing. That's all I've got. That's all my stupidities. That's all I got, too. Guys, I want to pre- I want to thank you guys again for listening always. Happy Podcast Day. Happy Podcast Day. We, we always appreciate for, you all for listening, whether it's uh, when we're live, the next day, two days later, whenever you get, like to get your podcast fixed in. I don't know. Yeah, we appreciate great. it. Um, we'll see you guys again on Saturday because we're doing our keys for the game. Time to TBD, since it is a nooner, uh, probably won't be three hours before. Doubt that. Uh, but just b- before the game, we'll, we'll be at you. Uh, make sure you check out Hound Dogs, Tennessee Tap House, Blue Water Climate Control. Uh, go to volunteerrocho.com, not just for just for our content, but you can also find out about Blue Water giving away some of those furnaces. So yeah. Find out all that info. We freed our guy out the bean. Got our guy out the bean. And we're bringing the boat in. Always. And we out.